This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 90. Wow, the countdown for the big 100 is on. And if anyone's got any ideas for what I should do for the 100th episode, please let me know because I haven't really got many ideas. Anyway, in today's show, I speak to a friend from school, Boom Boom Cannon. Oh yeah, um, that's obviously not his real name. His real name is Russell Cannon. But try to understand why we call him Boom Boom Cannon. Maybe you can understand the words. If you do, let me know. If you don't, I don't know. Maybe one day we will tell you. Anyway, Boom Boom lives in Sweden. So we talk about Sweden, obviously. Um, All of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Go there, make sure you look at it, do the quiz. And the website seems to be working at the weekend now. I have no idea why I haven't done anything I was trying to fix it and then boom, it started. Anyway, speaking of booms, here is the conversation with Boom Boom Cannon. Happy listening. Boom Boom Cannon, welcome on the show. Hi Martin, good to be here. Great to have you. Um, I noticed you've got a bit of a strange name there, haven't you? Is your first name Boom Boom, second name Cannon? So my first name's Russell, (laughs) um, but you're, you're more than welcome to call me Boom Boom. I will call you Boom Great. Boom. Don't worry about that. Um, Russell's a bit more boring than Boom Boom, isn't it? Yeah, Russell, I guess you could say it's a bit of a boring name. So uh, yeah, let's let's stick with Boom Boom, a bit more rock and roll. <laughs> exactly. Let's stick with Boom Boom. Let's stay with Boom Boom. And that's a nickname, by the way. So it's a name which obviously isn't his real name, but I like to call him. But don't put yourself down there with saying Russell's a boring name. <sighs> rock and roll vocabulary. What does it mean if I say don't put yourself down? Uh, so yeah, to not put yourself down, I would say means to not criticize yourself. Oh, what a definition. We need a name for you. We've had clarification Charlie on recently. Maybe we can call you Reliable Russell. Reliable Russell. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So reliable is someone you can trust. So let's hope we can trust you for definitions for the rest of the show. Reliable Russell. Um, anyway, do you know what we're talking about in today's show? I've had a I've had a small sneak preview, and I think we're uh, we're talking about Sweden. Is that correct? Oh yeah, baby! Fantastic. Because boom, boom, Cannon. He's English. He doesn't live in England, similar to me. He lives in Sweden, don't you? I do. Yeah, I've lived in Sweden for uh, for about eight or nine months now. So um, yeah, I know I know a little bit about the place. <laughs> Well, I can guarantee you, you are going to find out more about the place Um, because I've got a few facts here about Sweden to help you as well, Russell. You know, we're all learning together. As I always say to all of the rockers and rollers, every day is a school day. So we're going to try and help you. And I thought maybe you could try and tell us some things that you find strange because obviously I find things strange here in Italy. I'm sure there are strange things in Sweden. Okay, so let's have a look at some of these facts. Okay. Did you know the seatbelt was invented in Sweden? I did not know that. No, no. Good fact. It's a good well, fact. It's a, it's a great fact. It saved more than one million lives in total, if you're asking. Wow. Um, speaking of seatbelts, here in Italy, actually, I don't know if it's the same in Sweden, but everyone takes the piss out of me for wearing one. What does it mean if they take the piss out of me? 
I suppose to take the piss means to kind of have a laugh at your expense, to kind of laugh at you. Not bad, reliable Russell. Not bad, but I would say something more like make fun of you. Make fun of you. Yeah, that's a good one. Not so, not so reliable there, maybe. But well, uh, exactly, I'm, I'm trying yeah. my best. <laughs> that's all we want. Okay, that's all we can ask from you. Um, but yeah, people in Italy take the piss out of me for wearing a seatbelt, especially if you're in the back of a car. I don't know what difference that makes, but apparently it's ridiculous. If you're in the front of the car, then it's fine. It's if you're fine. in the back of the car, it's ridiculous. Um, also went to a wedding the other day and I was obviously wearing a suit, like shirt, tie, and then I put a seatbelt on. And apparently that's another rule. You can't wear a seatbelt if you've got a suit on. <laughs> that's, I mean, my rule is safety first. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's not rock and roll, but, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm pro seatbelt. So I am with you on that one. Okay. Rock and roll can fuck off. Let, let's. And safety, okay, let's talk about safety. Safety Maybe do a podcast on safety one day. Safety first, rock and roll second. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It's not the best sounding slogan in the world, is it? No, but sure. But let's try with it. Um, Okay, so I've got another um, fact here. Apparently, the tax rate in Sweden is 51.4%. I thought... It's a good job you're not actually earning any money, isn't it, Russ? It is. It's fantastic. Why, why earn money with that kind of tax rate? Silly. <laughs> so when I say it's a good job you're not earning money, I mean it's lucky that you're not earning money. Um, but you do do something, don't you, Russ? You're a, you're a student. I do. Yeah, I'm a student. Uh, so yeah, avoiding, avoiding that tax. Um, exactly. And generally taken advantage of the fact that the Swedish are just well the Swedes sorry the Swedes the Swedes like to pay for people to study in their country don't they yeah yeah luckily for me that 51% tax rate is is pretty much paying for my uh, my master's degree so I'm a big fan of that tax rate well keep it up keep it up that's fantastic but apparently again it says in this article that ironically the Swedes are actually very happy about this tax rate I think that's such a yeah. Swedish thing they, they just love paying tax they just <laughs> yeah I mean I it's hard for me to say how happy they are because I've, I've not I've not raised the topic of the 51% tax rate with too many Swedish people I, but, I think that's a good idea especially is that they are paying for you to study there probably yeah. just don't bring it up so don't talk about it <laughs> Yeah, I've not mentioned it. I'm going to keep silent just in case. Yeah. They cha- just in case they change their mind. I think. Oh, good point. I think that's a very good plan of attack. And I also saw that you can actually, if you want, just pay some tax via text message. Since 2004, You're just sitting at home one day, thinking, "What can I do?" Mm. You know what? I think I just want to pay some tax. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, I'm often at home just thinking. <laughs> I'd love to pay some tax right now. But, uh, oh, yeah. me too. Me too. Especially via text message yeah, as well. Modern, modern just, technology. Amazing. Oh, that's it. Probably more than need to maybe update that to WhatsApp or something. Yeah. Or maybe with a picture you can pay tax. Yeah. They just, they just any way you can pay, pay tax, they just love to pay that tax. Sure. Absolutely. So I've got a bit more of a controversial one now. Um, it's well. It sounds quite serious because um, until 1979, being gay in mm. Sweden was considered an illness. Wow. Um, but the strange thing about this is that people would call in sick from work, saying, "I can't come to work today because I feel a bit gay." <laughs> well, um, 
I don't know, I'm a bit lost for words on that one, to be honest, Martin. Um, <laughs> Have you ever called in sick for feeling gay, Russ? Obviously not, not in I Sweden. Mean, when You know me, I'm, I'm not one to call in sick uh, to call in sick anyway, but, you know, maybe next time I do, I'll, I'll bear that one in mind. <laughs> so, some rock and roll vocabulary says, I'll bear that one in mind. It's, it means, basically, I'll take that into consideration. Um, I was thinking as well, though, Boom Boom, that you're a very good-looking bloke. So, I say oh. there, bloke, I mean man. So I think maybe a lot of people are calling in sick, just looking at you. You're walking down the street. They look at you and think, fuck, oh, my God, I can't go to work. There's Russ. Boom, boom, cannon. He's got blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm I'm feeling sick now. Oh, well, wow. I don't know if that's the right way to say that. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I think probably it's a good time to move on now, actually. Boom, boom. Yeah, I think let's, let's move on. But um, thanks for the compliment. I'll, t- I'll take that one. Thank you. <laughs> No problem at all. Um, And you can also call in sick if you have an addiction. Apparently, a man called in sick for having an addiction to heavy metal. Um, I was thinking I would probably have to call in sick for watching 90s football (laughs) matches. I don't know what my boss would think about that. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, that's definitely... I'd say you're you're definitely... You've got a sickness for 90s football (laughs) matches. Oh, yeah. I was thinking as well, what about sex addicts? What do they do? Good question um I've, I've never really considered sex an addiction though to be honest because everyone wants more of that really don't they they generally do i mean <laughs> yeah i mean not i was gonna say not with me then i'm not if that's <laughs> that's really not something I can say, mrs boom boom cannon will not be happy to hear that <laughs> i try my best when it comes to sex let's just say that but um i'm not sure sh- i'm not sure anyone's addicted to it <laughs> Again, all we can ask is that you do your best, that you do your best for the definitions and that you do your best when you're in the bedroom, okay? That's all we can ask for. Um, So, apparently in Sweden as well, obviously Sweden is very famous for IKEA, which if anyone doesn't know is sort of like a furniture shop. Um, But they've made a law where they've banned people from calling their children IKEA. So, if you were thinking of having a child, Russ, then... (laughs) good advice i hadn't considered ikea as a as a name for my child but uh, my girlfriend is a big fan of ikea so oh well she might be considering it then okay she is going to be gutted to find this out rock and roll vocabulary again there what does gutted mean reliable russ uh i'd say gutted means disappointed but a stronger version of disappointed Oh, that is perfect. That is why we call you Reliable Russ. Uh, Exactly. I was thinking, though, why would anyone want to call their child a a name belonging to basically a shop? Like you're thinking, "Mm, okay, I've I've had a baby boy. I really want to give him a fantastic name. Oh, there's that supermarket down the road, which is uh, pretty good. Why don't we? Why don't we call them Tesco's? (laughs) Yeah, Asda perhaps is another one we could try. I'm not sure if the listeners are familiar with Asda, but great supermarket. Asda, Tesco, Sainsbury's, all great, all great supermarkets in England. Waitrose as well, a bit more upmarket. So, a bit more upmarket. What does that mean, reliable Russ? Upmarket. I suppose it's uh, it's kind of posh, um, slightly more expensive. Oh yeah, that is why you are on the show, baby. Um, uh, so apparently, the Nobel Prize was invented in Sweden by Alfred Nobel, obviously, Indeed. Um, who invented dynamite. Uh, yes. I thought, hmm. Did you know that one? I did know that one. 
Yeah, I actually yeah. learned about did that you, one in my, did in my Swedish you really? class. I did. Oh. <laughs> I did. I think it was something, you know, he felt kind of guilty about creating dynamite and, uh, and you know, then sort of left a lot of his fortune to these, these awards that were, uh, you know, to, to benefit the world. Wow, this is unbelievable. I am learning so much here, Ken. Yeah. You're learning, I'm learning, we're I, all learning together. I take that with a pinch of salt, what I've said there, because... Oh, I'm going to have to interrupt you with that okay. rock and roll vocabulary. Take that with a pinch of salt. He's basically saying, you know, don't take it as an absolute fact. He thinks it's right, but he's not 100% sure. So thanks thanks for that great information. <laughs> Although that is one of the benefits of language courses, because you have to find things to talk about. So you have to talk about cultural events... I have learned more in the last few years teaching English than I knew in, well, about 25 years before. I know about the Trojan horse now, for example, Russ. Oh, can you tell me about that one? <laughs> that is just some big horse <laughs> went into a city and there was just chaos. So, yeah, that, that, that's basically it. I, I know the story really well. As yeah, you, uh... sounds like you learned a lot about that one. Uh... <laughs> well, it sounds like I learned about as much as you learned about... Mr. Noble, whatever his name was, Alfred Noble. I think no, Nobel is the Nobel. Uh, preferred oh, okay. pronunciation of that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Um, so ABBA, that's, obviously we've spoken about IKEA, we're talking about Sweden, we have to talk about ABBA. Yeah, they're big, they're big over here. They're making a comeback, I think. Are they, are they still alive? They are still alive. Well, I think they're still alive, um, all four of them. And I think I read the other day that they're going to record some new material. Shut up. Oh, my God. I was thinking, does any... Oh, I was about to ask you. So when I say I was about to, I was in the process of... I was going to do it in the next few seconds. Does anyone really listen to ABBA? I generally think they're shit. Well, I would tend to agree with you on that one. They are a bit <laughs> shit. But um, funnily enough, again, my girlfriend is a big fan of uh, being oh, quite, really? quite stereotypical Swede, both IKEA and ABBA. She's uh, a huge fan of both. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, talking of Mrs. Boom Boom Cannon, um, I'm going to talk about something else that I remember you telling me um, about once, that Donald Duck is very loved in uh, Sweden. Yeah. Um, you told me, I remember at Christmas, they watch a lot of Donald Duck uh, on TV. Is that right? That's correct. They they have a Christmas tradition of watching uh, a variety of old cartoons on uh, on Christmas Eve as a family, family tradition. Nice. And what is Donald Duck's name in Swedish again? Donald Duck's name in Swedish uh, is Kalla Anka. <laughs> Which in English translates as? So Anka is Swedish for duck and Kalla uh -huh. translates is essentially the Swedish version of the name Karl. <laughs> so it's Karl Duck. Doesn't have quite the same ring to it as Donald Duck. D doesn't have the same ring to it. Um, so he says the same ring to it, the same nice sound he means. Yeah, Donald Duck. Carl Duck. Carl um. Duck. Carl Donald. Goes by a lot of names, that duck. Uh, yeah, Kala Anka. Ugh, a duck with a lot of names. But apparently he's so popular in Sweden, there is a law making it illegal to vote for him in an election. Okay, so if you or Mrs. Boom Boom Cannon were thinking of voting for Donald Duck, you can't. Ah, it's good to know. I mean, when they let me vote here, um, <laughs> which they may do at some point in time, I don't know, I'll... I'll, I'll uh, I'll bear that one in mind. Oh, he's used it again. I've used it again. I've used it too much, probably. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, come on. Um, but no, that is good. It helps people's repetition canon. Very important in language okay. learning. 
Um, so yeah, basically, means I'll take that in con- into consideration. Um, and there's another thing in Sweden called um, call a Swede. Apparently, Sweden yeah. is the first country with its own phone number, so you can just call Sweden, and it will just randomly go to someone in Sweden, and you can just talk to them. You can say, "Hi, Swedish person. I just wanted to know." what sweden's like and what are you doing i don't know yeah i've heard about this i've not tried it myself um (laughs) but i've heard about it and apparently yeah you can call up you 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 get a random swede and you can you can just have a chat so i don't know quite how it works i don't know if my phone might ring at some point and i'll I'll get someone i might they might be disappointed that they get someone that knows you know not so much about swedish doesn't speak swedish particularly well but um yeah I thought, though, who is calling that? Because one of the things, it says you can call someone in Sweden to see what the weather's like. Go on Google. Just write what's the weather like in Sweden and then you can find out. Much easier. Much easier. (laughs) Much easier. So another fact I've got here is that Sweden is one of the world's largest producers of weapons, which is rather strange because they have not taken part, so have not been involved in any of the world wars so first question have you bought any guns since you've been there i've not bought any guns or any other weapons i've bought a few knives but mainly mainly just for the kitchen can be used as weapons i'm not sure if this was included when they were talking about producing weapons you get a lot of knives in ikea i suppose you do absolutely Um, and the other thing I thought, again, when it said they haven't participated in any wars, again, that's so Swedish. They're just mm. so perfect, aren't they? Mm. They just they love paying tax. They don't <laughs> want to get involved in wars. Oh, that's why God. I moved in, Martin. You know, <laughs> I, f- I fit in perfectly. <laughs> oh, it's a nice rock and roll vocabulary again. I fit in, which basically means to be socially compatible with other members of a group. Now, that is a definition, reliable, Russ. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Um, I also read that 89% of people in Sweden speak English. 89, I think that's probably more than England. I don't know. Yeah, um, it could be. Why do, you, why do you think that is? I'm not really sure, Martin. Probably just because it's a bloody great language. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree with you on that. A bloody great language. A nice adjective there to describe it. Very English way to say like a very good language. Um, so we're coming towards the end now, Boom Boom. I just thought I would ask you, is there anything that you find strange living in Sweden as an English person? Do they have any strange rules with seatbelts or anything like this, like they do in Italy? Um, yeah, there's a few things. One that springs to mind is uh, they're quite big fans of a, of a sauna, a Swedish sauna. And there's okay, one what, not... what does that involve? Well, there's one not too far from me that's uh, near the beach and you can go in the sauna and then you go from the sauna straight into the sea. Um, it's quite a strange concept for an English for an Englishman. But one of the one of the interesting things about it is they have a rule that you're not allowed to wear any clothes when you're in the sauna. Um, I haven't tried it yet myself. I'll be honest. I'm a bit scared. But I'm, I'm building up the courage. Oh, I think you need to. I can guarantee if you do that, there will be a lot of people calling in sick the next day because <laughs> they will be feeling gay. They'll see you. He's got a good body as well, has Boom Boom Cannon. Okay, Thanks. He's got everything, that blonde hair, blue eyes, quite, quite muscular. So, yeah, I think a lot of people will be calling in sick. It's quite the, quite the image you're painting for the listeners there, Martin. Well, yeah. I, you know. I'm not sure I can live up to it. So when he says, I don't know if I could live up to it, he means I don't know if I could match the expectations. Well, one day, boom, boom, we hope to see a picture of you naked in a sauna, okay? Wow, wow, quite the sight. (laughs) 
quite the sight indeed. Anyway, thanks a lot for your time, Boom Boom. We Pleasure. hope to see you soon. Pleasure, Martin. Yep, hopefully see you again soon. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank see you. you later. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was me and the Boom Boom Cannon talking about Sweden. So let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. Boom Boom said, let's stick with Boom Boom. Let's stay with that. Um, We also had the word nickname, which obviously is what Boom Boom is, because that's not his real name. Um, And when he was saying the name Russell is a shit name, I said, don't put yourself down, Russ. Like, don't criticise yourself. It's not necessary. Russell's a good name. It's a good name. It's actually, I think, better than Martin. Anyway, we obviously had Reliable Russ. I called him that a few times. Reliable is someone that you can trust. And he did show, I suppose, that we can trust him for a definition. Although there is still room for improvement, obviously. But everyone can improve, can't they? Um, We had Take the Piss Out Of. When I said people would take the piss out of me for wearing a seatbelt. So if someone takes the piss out of you, they make fun of you. Probably the most rock and roll piece of vocabulary was when I said to Russ it's a good job you're not earning any money a lovely British term that means basically it's good that so it's a good job he's not earning money because otherwise he would have to pay the 51% tax oh shit so he said he doesn't bring that up so if you don't bring something up you don't talk about it he also used the term i'll bear that one in mind he used that twice actually so you should definitely remember that at least that from the podcast if you bear something in mind you take it into consideration um i said that boom boom was a good looking bloke so if you're good looking that's obviously attractive and bloke is another informal way to say man very british again americans generally laugh at us for saying that we had the word gutted when i said that mrs boom boom cannon will be gutted to find out she can't call her child ikea so if you are gutted you are very upset very disappointed and um, we had the word upmarket when we were talking about a supermarket. So an upmarket supermarket is like a more expensive one, a more of a posh one. You have upmarket brands, upmarket restaurants, whatever you want. Um, Russ said to take that with a pinch of salt when he was telling us about Mr. Nobel, not Noble. So if you say to someone, take that with a pinch of salt, it means basically don't believe everything because it might not be 100% correct. We also had a really nice piece of grammar when I said to Russ, I was about to ask you if anyone likes him. So if you are about to do something, it's in the next two seconds. The classic is he's about to cry. You know, he's going to cry in the next couple of seconds. It's quite embarrassing. That is, if anyone ever says that to you, are you about to cry? Then, you know, basically you cry. It's very embarrassing. Anyway, um, When we were talking about Carl Duck and Donald Duck, we said Carl Duck doesn't have the same ring to it, doesn't sound as good. And we had taken part in any world wars when Sweden hasn't taken part in any world wars when you haven't participated, let's say. But notice, take part in. Um, Russ said he fits in perfectly well in Sweden. So if you fit in... You are like a match for society and similar to them, let's say. For example, someone that doesn't wear a seatbelt like me probably doesn't fit in so well in Italy because they don't like wearing them in the back of the car. 
Um, we had the word bloody when Russ said English is a bloody great language. It's just to reinforce something similar to really. I actually called it an adjective in the show. It's not. It's an adverb. But, you know, don't listen to me. That's the lesson that we've probably learned from here. But obviously in the show, I don't have time to think. I talk without thinking. That's probably one of my problems in life. And the last part was when I was describing Russ as a beautiful man. And he said, hmm, I don't know if I can live up to that image. So if you live up to something, it's to meet the expectations of someone or something. Generally, we have to live up to our parents' expectations, for example. Whether I've lived up to my parents expectations i don't know you will have to ask them anyway remember all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com go there have fun do the quiz but most importantly just keep on rocking people thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time